What's up, everybody? My name's Doug, and this is the Brewer's Table Podcast. Here uh 109 Northside Square, Huntsville, Alabama. Today's Friday, the 15th. Here with uh, our media manager, JD. That's me. And our R&D slash ops manager, Clint Brown. Hello. Welcome, everybody, to another episode. Man, it's nice and loud in here. How about that? That's, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, we're a little behind, but... Yeah, you know, we've got think, a lot of shit going on. Things have been busy. Uh, today, we're going to call my buddy Val Canista in Texas, uh, Pearland, Texas, right outside of Houston. Uh, he owns Valdison's. He's the brewer, a uh, friend of mine for uh, quite a few years. We talk brewing uh, very often, and... Let's see what he's up to. I'm just gonna hit him up. It's gonna be live AF. Hit him up. I'm gonna hit that motherfucker up. <laughs> nice. Brother Doug, what's going on, man? Brother Doug. I am uh, not a priest. <laughs> uh, not much, dude. What's up with you? Where are you at? I am in the brewery hauling freaking pallets of grains around because my truck driver dumped a whole pallet of grains in the back of the truck today. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't cool. So, so. I've been, like, taking, four, you know, 2,000 pounds of grains and throwing them on four different pallets. It's been a mess. Are you doing that right now as we speak? Or? No, I just got done. Okay. I'm just now trying to organize it in the brewery. Jesus. Yeah. How you been, brother? Pretty good. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Oh, no problem, man. Thanks for the invite. I'm uh, glad we finally get to talk shop and uh, include an audience. We're I not, know. I hear you. We're not live right now, but we uh, have a pretty good following on this. Uh, nice. So it's me and uh, JD, our media manager, and Clint, our R&D slash FOH slash all the things do it all what's uh, going on fellas what's up man how's it going so they awesome, they got to uh enjoy some of those beers that you sent right i hope uh, you hope you enjoyed them that, uh, those were great that blood whatever the fuck that was the raspberry oh. <laughs> very wine or sour wine or whatever the hell it was yeah that was raspberry sour yeah right, that was a yummy one right up jd's alley oh yeah yeah, we have one right now. We have a cranberry, which has been really crazy. They're really flying off the shelf. The uh, the hazy was delightful too. That was the first one we opened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that was experimental. Yeah, usually I have my um, F and hazy, which is all citra hops. But I decided I got my hands on some New Zealand and Australian hops, so I started playing with that and said, uh, "Fuck it, might as well do a." hazy with it see how it comes out so what did you use the new zealand with uh it was in the in the hazy it was the um uh galaxy and what is it acoma all those have really odd names yep what Waka, wakatu oh wakatu wakatu <laughs> 
Yeah, that was that was nice. Uh, yeah, that was a fun one. So tell us a little about about uh, Valenson's Brewing. Yeah, man, we uh, you know, we uh, opened up in um, 2017. Um, started building this place in around the 2015-ish range. Built it from the ground up. Two-year build out. Yeah, it took about two years. So we took our we took our time. You know, bought the property. You know, dug the holes, bought an infrastructure. You know, electrical power, water, everything. So that took a while, and then by the time you start going through your engineering and architecture and power requirements in the city and pre-development and all that shit, and that's a year at least. Right. So then we we broke ground in the early part of uh, of 16, and then um, our mid part of 16, and we opened up a Memorial Day uh, 17. You know, it's a real small, we're on a little over an acre, 1.2 acres of land out here in the middle of the city, so it's almost like a neighborhood vibe. And uh, we got three barrel brew house, so All it's electric. Uh, very, all electric, yeah. When I brought in the uh, the power, I, I brought in 600 amps of service to the building. So I spent a ton of money up front, but right now, as we're going through our expansion mode, adding on, um, you know, fast forwarding about three years, we're at, adding on about 5,000 square feet on the building right now as we speak. And then um, bringing in a bigger brew house, seven barrel brew house, and seven and 10 barrel fermenters. And Did you pull the trigger on that yet? I did. I wrote that big ass deposit check uh, last Friday. Nice. Did you yeah. go with the skid from Stout? Yep. Yep. Nice. Went with the skid, seven barrel skid. I just sent them all my uh, electrical parameters for the power box and talked to the guys that are building it out in uh, New York. So they're all on board with what we need from our power requirements and. You know, it's all three phase. So I'm gonna actually probably save money brewing on the seven barrel than I am on a single barrel, or on the three barrel. Uh, yeah, it's called economies of scale, Val. That's how that works. I know. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm learning about that shit now. <laughs> One thing that uh, I don't think we've talked about yet is your water. So yeah. you do all RO and then you balance it back out. Uh, mm -hmm. throughout the process so are you putting in a new system for that or are you just using I am yeah the system that I have now um, I think it's going to be able to maintain what we need I'm bringing in a um, it's a little over a 10 barrel HLT so they'll uh, I'll be able to just keep this thing constantly running and then I have two more um, three barrel holding tanks that I'll just keep these constantly full of our, the RO and just keep running Right. And then we'll just, you know, we just pull off of that. You know, I brought in a whole different, um, uh, you know, more or less a, a quick heat. Uh, they're actually adding in more elements in the HLT so I can get it up pretty hot quickly. But, you know, in timers and all that shit so I can set it the night before and come in and I got strike water, you know, yeah. right when I show up in the morning. So, What's your number but, yeah. one water profile that you're rolling with right now? Yeah. You, know, you know, we're we're doing the when it comes down to like our our hazies, almost like a two to one ratio, you know, sulfates to chlorides. And just, you know, I'm I, I got on my stouts, 
very similar, but, you know, utilizing a lot of other salts and playing in the bicarbonate game, you know, which has been a, it's been fun. You know, obviously we're doing something right with tagging a few medals, you know, with that one, so. Oh, you guys recently got a few medals? Yeah. Why don't you tell um, me about that? Yeah, last, uh, well, in 19 for our, uh, our oatmeal stout is, um, we took, um, gold in 2019 in the u.s open and it was ironic because i got a we actually ended up taking four medals in that in 2019 in the u.s open if i would have got a number if i would have got another bronze or a silver we would have been top 10 first time your first year entering which is kind of crazy yeah that's nuts but um you know it was kind of cool you know we get that and, and, and it's, it's ironic because you know i got folks in like germany and other countries are reaching out to us and asking questions and it's pretty pretty uh, humbling you know so we got that in 2019 um this year we entered the same beer in uh gabf and took gold in gabf you can say, you took, can say uh, it again say it one more time for the yeah, people we took in the gold back in GABF. yeah <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then taking, you know, silver in the 2020 U.S. Open. That was kind of cool this year. So, you know, it's kind of, kind of, you know, I, one of the new beers that I'm going to be coming out with called Val Addiction. No point intended. But, you know. What is it? The, the, I don't know yet. I'm, I just came with a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> that works. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's been going good, man. We're, uh, you know, we're doing... We're really pushing outside the boundaries on a lot of stuff, doing some unique, different blends of beers, different styles, pushing the limits. You know, we're starting to play the sour game, and some dude out in Alabama convinced me to grow a set of balls and do it. <laughs> so I went ahead and about time. Yeah, between you and my son, you know, he was like, "Dad, you got to do it," because he's all about sours. I'm like, "Nope, I'm not doing it. I'm yeah, not doing it." So. Uh... Talk a little bit about the family dynamic of Valentine's. Uh, yeah. That's so pretty, it's Val and, pretty cool, but pretty unique story. Yeah. Yeah, so Val and Sons, it's a, everyone thinks it's my last name, but it's actually me and my two boys. Uh, I got a 19-year-old and a 15-year-old. One's in college as a freshman and one's a sophomore in high school. The youngest one, Connor, is uh, you know just now trying to figure out what he wants to do with the brewery, but I'm letting him play the game he's more of the chemist science side so i think once we build out and i can put a little you know lab uh three by three clean clean room lab and put him in there and start counting cells i think he'll be all over that yeah that's cool that's and, really cool. and little val yeah little val is uh, actually not so little he's bigger than me but he's one of the brewers he's been brewing me since he's uh 13 now and he does everything he's Fucking uh nuts, he's dude. all over it that's yeah, awesome it's crazy so yeah. cool so what what's his aspiration? He's all he's all about the brewery, man. He's uh you know, the first focus is going to school. He's going to business school, the Barrow School at uh UH. So he's uh he's real stoked about business and making money. Yeah. And he's he's got a platform here to grow and he's learn about the business. <laughs> uh-huh. And he does. He's knee deep in it, man. He's just he's all over it. He's Sweet. he's loving every minute of it. Can't wait for that new brew house. He's like, I'm talking because I learned on this big ass homebrew system. Now give me something I could brew on. Yeah. So I was like, bro, you haven't even, you know, it's, it's funny. He's got that cool story, you know, being a 
started to brew at 13 and you know i wish i wish my parents did that shit to me yeah yeah, yeah really so, so the system you got now that you're graduating from is uh it's a three barrel a actually we push manual. it up yeah yeah it's all manual everything yeah. we got here it's uh i bought one of the the blickman um you know manifold pumps it's just soft hoses and hand valves and you know we got it's like a big ass frankenbrew system big ass homebrew system is what it is but um you know we're brewing we push about 150 gallons 130 gallons every time we brew we try to high gravity beers obviously i don't yield hardly anything but what, how much did y'all brew last year in barrelage in 2020 uh, 2020 i just did my um close out on my last month's uh, quarterly for ttb and it was 275 barrels nice holy so. shit that's <laughs> a lot yeah it's a on, lot of brewing yeah on 130 gallon yeah that's yeah. crazy yeah. yeah we did in 2019 we did 160 barrels and this year we did 275 so, so whenever that seven goes in y'all are going to be i'm going for 600 yeah easy yeah what's yeah. been the number one uh style here or has been maybe um, top three give me the top three uh our oatmeal stout our effing hazy which is our new england ipa and our uh, imperial amber our amber's on really yeah you can't push enough of that weird and then and, and then in the past six months it's flipped if this is like from inception of the brewery those are the three but over the past six months our sours have just been freaking hmm. stupid like today i'm putting I just put our uh, Montmorency tart cherry Berliner wise back on today, and uh, it'll be, you know, it'll flow all night, all weekend. It'll be crazy. So, are you gonna, I guess, cut me in on a percentage of all those sour beers? Since I know, right? I need to. <laughs> now that's kind of your shtick. I know. Everyone's uh, like, dude, man, somebody's got a better sour than Houston. <laughs> that's, that's what's up, dude. That's good. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that's what what do you do for uh, a day job? You got a pretty cool day job. Yeah, I got a cool job. I work over at NASA. Um, I'm a program manager for um, supply chain, so everything's being built. Comes through my office and get to see a lot of cool stuff. Nice. And some not and some not so cool stuff. Right. But it is what it is. It's a cool job. So that's not why you were in Huntsville when we met. Right. You were here with your folks, weren't you? No, I was. Uh, uh-uh. uh. No, I was out there in Huntsville uh, on business travel at Marshall. Okay. Yeah. I guess. And I was like, let me let me go check out some breweries out here. When we met again in Nashville, you were with your parents. Yes. Yeah. My parents are in Nashville. Okay. Yeah. That that was an ironic story, that wasn't was, it? Yeah, that was weird. Uh, <laughs> so you came to Huntsville, and I guess it was 2015. Yeah. I did a tour at Straight to Ale, yep. and, and you were in the tour, and then in yeah. sometime in seven, 16 or 17, I went to Nashville for a wedding, and you were in Nashville with your parents at Fat Bottom, and I walk yep. in the door, and it's like, what's up, Al? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we're, it was funny. We were talking about... Um, you were giving me advice on kegs. I remember so I was talking kegs. I'm like, what the fuck do I do kegs? How many kegs do I need? Yeah. 
this dude sitting at the bar is like, hey, bro, remember me? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's freaking crazy, man. That's awesome. And yep. uh, stuck together ever since. Yeah. Went out, made a couple trips out to Huntsville and that's right. went out to Blue Pants a couple times and met learned up, a lot. Met up again at CBC. Yeah, sure did. Had a, had a good time In over there. Nashville. Yep. Are you, uh, you got plans for Denver this year? Absolutely. September. I wouldn't miss it. Yeah. You're going to tag another GABF, I guess. Dude, that'd be nice. Yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> I think the likelihood, you know, it's like I, I, so many people I talk to, and they're like, bro, you, you getting a medal, you know, at GABF is like absolutely crazy, let alone getting a gold. And I'm like, man, I just, I think it's just, it's just a cool feeling, man. It's, I never thought in a million years, I'll just put it in, I want feedback, you know, I want right. constructive feedback, tell me what I'm doing, tell me what I'm fucking up. You get that, and it says gold on the fucking report. You're like, dude, what do you do? <laughs> Don't change shit. Yeah, it's epic, man. Especially yeah. two and a half years in the game. How long have you been homebrewing? About 25. Yeah. yeah. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, y'all doing any seltzers yet? I did one. I did one seltzer. Uh, I did a pear seltzer since we're in Pearland, Texas. And um, it flew off the shelves. The first one I did, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And I was like, oh, let's try it out. Turned out, I think I probably called you. I'm like, bro, this thing's like 6%. Uh, everybody, I'm getting, getting trashed on that. Next thing you know, I had a bunch of drunk women running around here. <laughs> uh, success. Yes. Right. But I haven't really, um, I haven't done any more since. Uh, there's a, the other brewery, local brewery here that's down the street from us. There's a lot of seltzers. Cash cow, uh, man. We do a lot of them, yeah. or I, we don't do it. We've done one and split it into six different flavor yeah. creations, and yeah. it's been pretty well received. So, Oh, yeah, so. I can imagine. Yeah, the second one I did, I didn't know what the hell I did. I fucked something up on it, so I was like, <laughs> next time I do it, I'm going to call Doug. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I got, I've ordered all this crazy yeast and shit, and I don't know. I was trying to get fancy, and it didn't come out so well. Well... Hit me up, man. I'm all about it. <laughs> seltzer boy. I'm a seltzer boy. Show you the money, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're... Uh, what are you guys... We're hoping that we can figure out how to can it, uh, but we haven't gotten there yet, so... Do it. Yeah, I got a the guy down the streets doing... He got the little... Um, what is it? He's got a little, like, one-head system, and he's doing... Uh, he's canning shit out of it. Really? Yeah. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about hops. Oh yeah. And grain maybe. Yeah. What's your favorite base grain for IPA? Uh, for IPA, I am using uh, churro. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, don't say churro. No, I, I've been real happy with uh with Rars churro, man. It's, yeah. You know, I've tried so many of them, and you know, they seem to be the the go-to um, for my IPAs when I start. What are you doing with the rest of it? The grist. Some big. Uh, uh, I'm using everything. I mean, crystals, uh, Munich, a little bit of dextrin. Um, well, that's pretty much the you know, pretty Standard. much what we're doing there. Yeah. Yeah. We go into the bigger stuff, more maltier. I try to lean more towards the 
Marisotter number nine, 19. I like that hand drug MO. So you, you do really well for us. Are you mashing high on those? Uh, on the on the the darker beers. The big IPA, big your. I mean, even the I, amber amber's on. What's I the, try to go like 1055, 1056, 1057. Yeah, uh, 100. Not too hot. You talking about 157? Yeah. Oh, okay. You were speaking in gravities there. Oh, yeah, because I'm reading gravity. Sorry, I'm multitasking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, there's uh, only a couple things we could do as far as collaboration until all this shit blows over, but uh, Clint's... We need to do one. Clint's told me about a little thing that people are doing called Freaky Friday. Mm-hmm where you would brew one of our recipes and we would brew one of your recipes. Oh, yeah. And then drop them on the same day. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I like that. So be thinking about that because okay. we've almost got the same size system. Yeah. No, that'd be I mean, cool. My you pilot system out which is about the same size as your system is what I meant to say. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, yeah, that would be sweet. Uh, no, that'd be fun. I'm hoping this COVID stuff gets going, but doesn't seem to be any end in sight at this point. No, really I know. Yeah, how are you it's guys crazy. handling it over there? You know, COVID's a uh, COVID's been an animal here. I mean, we've uh, we've done um, our governor has pretty much shut down all bars, and we had to convert to the whole restaurant food truck partnership, food and beverage certificate, through TABC and all this other shit. But, um, you know, it, it's working out. You know, we um, we got the food and beverage certificate, you know, right after COVID, uh, probably three months afterwards. The first three months afterwards, they shut everybody down to, to go only. And, you know, just coincidentally, I had a 32-ounce uh, canner I bought about a year and a half ago, and I never used it. And I had about 200, you know, probably about maybe 400 cans. So as soon as that hit, I just started filling cans and writing on them with markers and put out, did a little online open store through Square. And, you know, we started selling a ton of beer. And we were like, okay, this is kind of cool. And then it wasn't so cool when, you know, we went through 400 cans the first weekend. <laughs> That's so fucking nuts. Was, I'm like, oh my God, dude. So we, we literally canned everything. And then... I ordered uh, two pallets of cans, and then and then I ordered two more pallets of cans. So we went through a ton of cans until we got our food and beverage certificate. But it was another, it was an eye-opener for us because we're like, dude, you know, for we're doing, we can't open, we can sell cans. And then once we got our food and beverage certificate, I just rolled the cooler right in line without letting anybody come inside. So everybody comes in, gets a beer, and goes outside in the back. You know, we got picnic tables and tables and stuff, heaters and all that outside. Yeah, big backyard. Big backyard, yeah. So people come out there and hang out, but, you know, when they go close their tab at the end of the night, you know, they're closing out and then they're, you know, grabbing two or three crawlers on the way out. So it's been a nice uh, supplemental, you know, additional re revenue stream for us. Are you still seeing so, that trend right now? Oh, it hasn't stopped, man. Yeah. It, is, it has been crazy. We're, uh, the guys come in on Wednesdays. 
and they fill about 200-ish or so cans. And they did, um, last two weekends, they fill about 80, um, 80 to 100 four-packs of the Old Mill Stout. We're putting those in 16-ounce cans. I just rolled out our first uh, 16-ounce cans, and um, that's been a huge hit. You know, it's funny, you watch social media and people talking all about it, so it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Are y'all using a labeler for that, or are you hand-labeling everything? Uh, the 16-ounce um, cans I bought through October as well, and um, oh, I just sent them my design. Yeah. yeah, and they just sent me a box of cans, and it's real convenient. I wish that I'd done that with the big boys, but you yeah. know, I bought a couple rolls and I noticed that on their there. website as mm -hmm. an option. Yeah. So it's a, it runs about the same as far as yeah. getting your own printed and applied or whatever. Right. Well, it's saving me in labor too, right? So yeah. that's the big thing. It's, I don't have the guys, you know, calling, bringing them in for an extra day to just wrap cans. Right. That so that's been kind of nice. It does suck. Yeah. So are you getting a canning line with your new brew house? No, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to jump that deep yet. I think the first thing we're going to do is we have not put any, we haven't put a drop out in the market. Everything is literally, we sell every drop out of the tap room. Right. Um, you know, you, we're only open. Should. Right. And we're open Friday, Saturday, and Sundays only. And, you know, we're doing between 24 and almost 30 barrels a month. Yeah. All days. That's a significant beer movement. Yeah. Yeah. We're uh, pushing a lot. Yeah. So we're pushing a lot. How often are you brewing? Um, three at least a minimum three days a week. You know, they're and doing that's um, you and uh Little Val No, and, the boys. Yeah. Little Val and John. Yeah. Little Val and John are brewing all of it. I'm I'm letting them run it. Nice. You know, they're I am here, so if anything technical comes up that they need questions on. Sure, like how sour ask. beer. <laughs> yeah, no, they're shit. Yeah, yeah. High style beer. Shit, they're all over that. Uh, I'm, never gonna let, I'm never going to let you live that one down. Just so you know. I know you're not. <laughs> I know. I got a question for you guys. What the hell are y'all drinking? I hope you guys are drinking a beer. Uh, no, mostly seltzer, dude. I told you. Yep. Just, uh, we got, got an Italian pills, fresh dry hopped with Hallertau Middle Fruit. Nice. Pulled some off the tank, and uh, I think Clint got a Euro Pale Lager. Yep. That's what. Nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're always uh, chasing flavors, man. Like, the first round of beers are all working their way down in volume, and we're about ready to rotate the nice. stock and brew again. Mm -hmm. That's um, awesome. It's a good feeling. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's, real happy for you guys, man. Yeah. It's been a long run. No kidding. Uh, well, I appreciate your time. Thanks for uh, no, BSing no with us. No, uh, this is cool, man. I appreciate the call. I, glad you guys uh, got to enjoy some of the beers. I'm glad that they made it there so, uh, safely. Yeah, everything was safe. Stickers on the wall. Just waiting nice. on you to come over and take a picture with it. I know. <laughs> It'll be Maybe sooner than later, I may just say, "Hey, bro, I'm on my way." Yeah, well, we got uh, we got Space Force in Huntsville now, so yes, that's right. I know. So maybe I you sure can do. Uh, upgrade. I mean, you were an Air Force guy too, weren't you? Yep. Yep. So maybe you just need to move to Huntsville. Right, dude, <laughs> if I would have done it, if I would have done it all over again, that's where I would have started. Yeah. 
Yeah, we, I love that part of the country. It's beautiful. You'll still be here if, if that was the case. Oh, yeah. Huntsville's a big black hole. Yes, come yeah. and don't ever go. Nope. All right. Well, if uh, all things go according okay. to plan, maybe we'll hop on the road trip and uh, head out your way. Yeah, you let me know, bro. I will. Sure. We'll make it happen, dude. We got a big house. We got extra room. So oh, I bet you do with all to... those gold medals you got. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and I got a hotel literally right behind the brewery, too. Oh, nice. As needed. So we're, we're good. We're good. Tell uh, yeah. tell the family we said hey. and uh, I will. Keep making good beer, buddy. I, I will, brother. We'll be in touch, man. It's good meeting you guys. And, uh, we'll be enough. in touch. Yeah. All right, man. Cheers, guys. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. See you, you too, man. Later, brother. Bye. That's Val from Balancins in Pearland, Texas. Can't believe those kids are brewing all that beer, though. That's Dude, crazy. Yeah. That's wild. Could you imagine being like? I mean, he's been brewing commercially since he was seventeen. His son. That's ridiculous. That's but he awesome. can't drink it. Yeah, I was I was kind of curious about that. I was yeah. like, there's no there's no secret to it. He just can't. He just can't have drink. any of it. Right. He's basically <laughs> producing the liquid. And yeah. Then, Maybe he gets a little, a little taste. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he gets a little taste here and there, but nothing like that's just that's wild. That's how they used to do it. It's got a little syringe or something. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's your six milliliters a day. <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, they're outside of Pearland or outside of Houston. Yeah, but I, I mean, I think it's just neighborhood. I mean, they got a huge backyard. I've seen pictures of it. Um, it's crazy. It's a business model, though. Yeah. I mean, it's. I'm happy for him. I mean, that's that's a good that's a good business model. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Like, it's cranking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Only room for success. Right. After that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can do that with a pretty, pretty small workforce. What they're doing. I mean, I got two two brewery guys. Everybody else is bartenders. And who's wrapping the canes and canning it all for them? Is it the two boys? Or the John and Val. That's so, crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy. Well, they're getting pre-wrapped, so. That's pretty cool. They're but, still, I mean, 32. They're set up. It's still just like. Yeah. Yeah. Wicked. That's awesome. Yeah. Cranking. we got some big announcements on the next one on some upcoming goodies. So. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and oh, yeah. seltzers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, thanks for listening. Until next time, we'll be here at 109 Northside Square, downtown Huntsville, Chandler's Ford Brewing. Inside Beezer, for those that don't know, look for Beezer, big sign. Northside Square, big patio, got heaters, tacos, pizza, coffee, beer. Hippie Camper moves in next week. Let it be known. Till next time. Yep. I'm Doug. Thank you.